Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Brooks, the uh, the good-looking one of the group, but uh, I don't know if you guys know that or not. But anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, just so you guys know, we put out a drinking game every Thursday, and I promise it will at least get your night started pretty good. So listen on thursday morning thursday evening but uh either way uh it'll get get you going if you play the drinking game also please tell a friend uh it will mean a ton to us to get it. other people listening and it definitely means as much if not more than social media shout outs and whatnot even though we very much so appreciate those as well anyways here's the episode Life in the Trap House. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Jeez, guys, episode nine. And it's our first episode in the spooky month of October. Being a horror podcast, that's pretty fun. Before we talk about that, though, Emily, what are you drinking? I have a delicious mixture of hypnotic and a lemon-lime soda water. Oh, so you actually mixed it with something that's not another liquor? Yes. That's, I'm learning. That's probably smart considering you have like a whole water bottle full of it. I'm set for the whole episode. Were you last time? You had the same amount with double liquor. Yeah, I, I diluted it this time. Oh, okay. Okay. Haley, what are you drinking? Uh, Captain and Coke. Captain and Coke. Oh, you have a fancy glass over there. That looks nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually a charity glass, but you can't see any of the words right now because it still has a lot of drink in it. A little too dark. All right, uh, Brooks, how about you? I am drinking Seventh Son, uh, Brother John. Delicious Columbus Brewed Ale. Uh, yeah, Seventh Son, right down the street here. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, I do know. Thank you very much, though. Uh, Steve. Slurp. Why are you so aggressive? I'm drinking hams today, Griffin. You almost got hams, like, all over the mic on that one. Well... <laughs> the uh, the Twitter sphere sphere what has been clamoring for, for a sky blue sip, and I just wanted to make everybody proud. So you did too much. Yeah, you that ain't you peaked, enough. You peaked last step. Now look that was at you. pretty good last episode. You. Well, this one there's just a lot of froth. Um, probably for the velocity, I was slamming the liquid into my mouth. Yeah, you almost <laughs> dipped that upside down. <laughs> yeah, I got some good suction on this can. It didn't look like suction. It looked like it was just just sadness. That was a lot of that. Sadness too. pouring right in your mouth. All right. Well, folks, I'm drinking a, a Smirnoff Seltzie, this time watermelon flavored. Ah, uh, that was a good sip. Yeah. You know, sophistication, pinky out. The, yeah, the that was a good sip. So, guys, uh, you know, it's October. We're getting spooky with it. I think these episodes are just going to keep getting spookier and spookier. 
what do you think maybe we change up the ambiance in here? It's a little bright colors and stuff. What? You, I mean, there's like bright colors on the walls. We got a bright colored table. There's a bright light in here. How are you supposed to be spooked with this kind of environment? You just got to think spookily. Just got to think spookily? Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe we uh, hit up the candlelight. Yeah, podcast by candle. What could go wrong? With a bunch of electric. And we're going <laughs> to do it for the rest of the month of October. <laughs> Don't quote him on that, folks. <laughs> and we only have scented candles, and none of them are the same scent. So <laughs> it's going to be real good in here, especially with the AC turned off. Yep. So it'd probably be better than it smells at the end of uh, most episodes. Okay. I, I feel that jab. I, I feel well, it coming yeah. at me. Uh, no one in particular. No one in particular gets really sweaty. Harsh, harsh. I'm wearing a flannel in here. That's probably a mistake. So, guys, we left you off last week, and you were kind of crossing this rope bridge, rickety rope bridge, and this kind of creepy guy that, that you know, you've seen around town and you heard stories about comes out of the shack and tries to cut you out of the bridge. Uh, now, you end up diplomatizing him to get him to let you inside, and I think that's about where we are. So, if you look at the map... How you guys were set up last time, it looks like Ikmer's taking up the lead, and he's about off of the rope bridge. So we can say that Antrellis, the guy that you guys ran into, is kind of helping to hold the rope bridge to make sure it doesn't sway, so you don't have to make those climb checks to cross. You guys can kind of go single file and potentially file into this uh, treehouse where Antrellis may, you know have some things to say to you. You might, uh, oh, we got the, that great <laughs> rope sound again. Are back. Um, you might have some questions you want to ask him. So why don't we get started? Um, and you guys move yourselves into kind of the, my left side of the treehouse. Oh, wait, Brooks, did it get a new, uh, new pond? Yeah. New pond. Yeah, now I can actually see uh, the three other pawns past him <laughs> because <laughs> the previous pawn was like yeah. freaking, uh, you know, two characters tall and two characters wide. Well, uh, now he is just a uh, hodgepodge together and looking as ugly as ever. So, uh, yeah, he I'm looks kind of looks kind of full it. orc. No. Looks kind of full orc there. Well, uh, he feels full orc on the inside, Griffin. He's all so, green. He's all green in there. Uh, just a whole lot of sadness in there. Okay, you won't find anything else. So, if you guys want to move your characters into the treehouse, as uh, Ikmer is uh, passing, uh, and Trellis, he'll be. He'll say, "Uh, th- thank you for for not hurting us. Uh, I I really." really didn't want to be hurt. <laughs> it's all right, son. I just... I couldn't tell if I could trust you. You, you snuck up to my shack and... and I'm worried about intruders, obviously. I got I got all these traps set up. I, I, I don't like when people I don't invite come into here and, and mess with my business. I understand. You have a really cool art project in the other... Uh, the other building there. Ah, did you like that? You should see what we got in here. And he leads you guys inside. 
And if you could place him kind of beyond you guys into the treehouse, you see all kinds of shit in this treehouse. It's like... I'm guessing it like kind of like a conspiracy theorist, like crazy basement. Basically, I mean, he's he's gone kind of whole hog in this small space and he's got, you know, uh, scrawled notes on the wall. There's like fragments of maps that are marking various places. Um, there's like strange equations on the wall like he's like he's trying to calculate some stuff and all in between and all over each of the walls there's just this each of these things are tied together with an incomprehensible labyrinth of string so like you saw in the other room but almost more intense and it's it's almost hard to follow one string like you can't see where any of the strings start it's it's that thick and um, you also see a couple boxes full of knickknacks, that kind of thing. You see he's got what looks like almost a smoker that you passed on the balcony. It's just like a little thing, but it, it, he's got like some jerky hung out there. Uh, so it looks like he kind of fends for himself out here. So you guys walk in, and I think he would probably start to question you first since you're kind of invading on his house so he says all right i'm i'm glad y'all put your weapons away i i didn't want to get into an altercation i have to cut you down the ravine but i would have done it so i need to know why why would you come out here you know we're hours out of town why would why would you follow me out here what do you need from me so currently we're all just looking at Eclipse. Thanks. Everybody's yeah. head turns. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we out here? Uh, so y- you were looking in my window and I, I went to the neighbor. Uh, oh, I don't know her name, but we asked her who was in her yard and, and she said it was you. So I'm just trying to figure out why. what's going on. I saw the bird at your window. That's why I was there. I didn't invite it. It just was sneaking up on me. I seen you let it in. I thought it was a sick bird. And what did you find out about this bird? Did it talk to you? Uh, not really. It, like, called funny. It called funny, huh? Make me a bluff check. I'm not good at this. Ooh, Can I'm gonna I give eight? you an eight on that one. <laughs> I would love an aid. Come on, guys. Let's give her aids. Lyra aids. <laughs> Rough. Okay, Lyra, what are you saying to aid? Um, I, I was there that night, too, and Eclipse was just trying to do the right thing and help an animal out. Okay, and you successfully aid? Did anyone else help? Mr. Intrellis, I can stand as a character witness for Eclipse, and though I was not in her bedroom that late at night, which would be appropriate, inappropriate, uh, I can I can attest that what she tells you would be the truth. And I do aid. Man of the cloth, stumbling over uh, questions about little girls uh, uh, <laughs> in uh, the bedrooms at night. Uh, Igmer, did you aid as well? Uh, big no there. Big no. Okay, so two aids. 16. 16? Uh-huh. Okay. Emily, I want you to look in my dice tray. 
It's high. It's not, yeah, we're we're not gonna make it. <laughs> is, that, is that a natural twenty you saw in there? It is, sadly for us. The bummer of the whole thing is that's a tie. Oh, what? is that ugly? But I'm pretty sure tie goes to the defender, the sense motive person, and sense motive is wisdom based. Ah, okay. So, um, so he's. Ties. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say with a tie, even though it should go to me to know. I'm gonna say he's skeptical, but he doesn't outright disbelieve you. So he's gonna say, "If that bird talked, you tell me what it said. I believe that you took care of it." And that it wasn't your bird. But I do think it talked to you. I'm just trying to think about what I can get away with here. Because I don't think sharing that it, it said drowned is a good idea. It said hello. It said goodbye. Oh, it did say hello, didn't it? Sure did. Matumbe, make a bluff check. Or no, diplomacy check. Because it did say this. Oh boy, I am good at those skills. All right, diplomacy is a 10 on the die with my modifier, brings it up to a 14. All right, all right. It it only said a couple words to you then. It wasn't telling you about its plans. Oh, uh, no, it said just like one word or two. All right, I, I think I can trust you for now. Why don't you all come in and sit a spell? Maybe we can find what our mu- where our mutual interests lie. And so he kind of offers you guys like almost piles of junk, like rickety stools and that kind of thing, uh, to sit down on. He sits cross-legged in the middle of the room or middle of the floor, and he says, "So, do you have any questions for me? You, you." Came to find me. I, I know I'm not. I'm not close to town. It, it would have been hard to find me, and I'm sure you asked a couple people to to find your way to my my ramshackle estate, as it were. Uh, sir, what do you? What like what? I don't understand the interest in the raven. Oh, the raven! I got lots of interest in that raven. You see. There's a cult what been following me around. The Whispering Cult I mentioned before. And I I don't believe you you are all members of this cult because normally they're wearing robes. Now, I know they've been through town recently. I seen them two, three weeks ago maybe. And they were talking to this raven talking to it and they left it for a spy I knew that bird saw me and I knew those cultists would come back so as I watched where it liked to perch right on the fountain then I snuck up and grabbed him oh how that bird scratched he nearly pecked off my finger and he took my ring with it too but I caught him in a bag, and I drowned him under the water. You know what they say? Under the water, he ain't coming back, and he ain't going to be able to communicate with them cultists. Can I do a mental health check? 
Yeah. What is that? Uh, sense motive. Okay. Oh, wait. That's a plus zero, but guys. I five. A five. Best. Oh, Sorry. Can, can we eight? Someone else can. A f- with a five, you can tell that this guy's sick. Like, he's not mentally all there. Got it. Uh, as you're kind of watching him, and as you're watching him kind of describe this, he he's kind of, he's like smacking his head. He's like, and and you hear him mumble after he stops talking. He's like, there. actually, make me a perception check. All of us? Yeah, everybody that's listening to him talk. All right. All right. Toomey's rolling the double digits tonight. Ooh, baby. I know. I am super not. I just got a natural one, so five. 18 total. Seven. Dickmer? 12 total. Okay, so Matumbe can hear under his breath, and he kind of turns away from you guys, and he's he's saying, They're cultists, Andy. Get get them. No. No. They're... They're good. I, t- I talk to them. I talks to them. No, no. They're they're cultists, Andy. You, you got to get them out of here. Are you talking to someone, Angelus? And he he kind of continues to like smack his head a little, and he's like, "The voices, <laughs> smacking myself is the only way I can I can get them to stop for a little little while." Angelus, how long have the voices been in your head? They they started. They started slow, and they started friendly. Maybe about ten years ago, I had something, something happened to me. Just give me a moment. And he walks over to the corner of his room, and he kind of picks up this doll. And it's this weird, ragged-looking doll. And he comes back over, and he says, Sorry, I... Had to grab my my good luck charm. It it keeps the voices at bay, and it it keeps the worms from coming out. You see, ten years ago is when I met the Whisper Cult. Me and my wife. Do you continue to press him? Can I please oh, look yeah. for haunts? Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Um. You could do like a like a detect. Eh, I think a detect magic special, works for haunts. No. Uh, you could do a knowledge religion on it. Oh oh, I get a I get a plus five bonus to my perception to find haunts. Oh yeah, well a lot of haunts are just perception based, so you can roll a perception. God damn it! Well, I'll roll that knowledge religion. I got thirteen total with my plus five and my plus four. Because I got a four on the die. Um, you don't see... Yeah, normally, there's like a trigger for a haunt, and something weird happens when it's when it starts to activate. You don't see anything weird with a 13. What about a 17? 17 on the knowledge religion. Yeah. You look at it, and it doesn't It doesn't appear to be a haunt. Okay. So, so Matumbe is going to continue and say, Entrillis, where is your wife now? You appear to be alone out here. The, the Whisper Cult, they, they took my Marisol from me. They took her from you. I will have you know that as a follower of Phrasma, taking one's life prematurely is one of the gravest offenses to not only 
living, but the dead as well. Oh, they, they didn't kill her. They did not kill her. They took her, though. Tell me more. Make me a diplomacy check. I've been rolling double digits so far. That comes out to a 15 total. 15 total is enough. Can we eat? Oh, never. 15 total is enough. He's <laughs> he's already started to kind of warm up to you guys. He let you in. So he says, um, I don't remember much from from before, before 10 years ago. But I remember a cult in robes. And they had me and my Marisol down by the sea. And they were chanting it. It it sounded like it sounded like they were chanting, but but also whispering in in hushed tones. And and they kept going. And out of the ocean, this beast, black tentacles, legs all over the place, and eyes, eyes on all of its extremities, and it. It released these worms. Disgusting worms. I, I kept the worms out, but, but Marisol, she couldn't. And they went into her, and and she went... It's almost like she went blank. I couldn't describe it, but... But the cultists, they, they grabbed her. It, it, it looked like that's what they were after. And then they came for me, and I, and I ran, and I, I always regret running. And then, and then the voices started. Well, all right. Um, I want. Is, is there a knowledge I can roll to determine what that creature might have been that released the worms and had the eyes and the tentacles and stuff? Um. From his description, it'd be kind of difficult. Yeah. I mean, you could try a knowledge planes to get an idea. How about Haley rolls and I'll aid? Oh, God. <laughs> I've been rolling really time? bad, but I'll try. Yeah, Steve's been hot for the first time. Oh, actually, I rolled 15, so. I do aid. I do aid, so I'm glad you rolled. 24. A 24. With my plus two? Yeah. Okay, cool. You're not sure. You write down, I, I assume Eclipse, because she's been taking notes around here, would probably write down that description. And with a 24, I think I'm not going to give you what it is because it's it's one of those things where it's super, super rare to identify. But But I will give you a bonus to... Research. So mark this down a plus four to research it again with the aid of unverified madness. Okay. Okay. So you can't really tell what it is, but Antrellis, you can see he's like, he's back to kind of hitting his head and he's like, no, no, don't, don't tell him about Marisol. Uh, are the worms inside you now? The, the doll keeps the worms out, keeps the voices quiet. The, the doll, it's Marisol gave it to me. It's supposed to be represent that we were going to have a, have a baby before all this. 
And Trillis, my friend, I am deeply saddened not only for the loss of your wife, but also for the loss of what could never be now, your child. Thank, thank you. I, I didn't, I didn't catch your name. I don't think. How rude of us not to introduce ourselves. My name is Matumbe. Thank you for your condolences, Matumbe. These are my friends, Ikmu, Eclipse, and Lyra. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell, obviously, that he's been doing like a fuck ton of research. Whether it makes sense to you or not might be worth, you know, you know, you kind of know his story a little bit might be worth figuring out, um, you know, what, what he knows in the grand scheme of things. Can I try to detect magic on him and the doll to see if they're affected by anything? Yep. Do I? You detect that the doll is magical. Ooh, okay. I will try to, I guess I'm, uh, I'm not going to nudge Igmer. Um, I'll... Kind of <laughs> nudging for wood. Yeah. Uh, not the stealthiest. Um, so I'll just try to quietly and discreetly tell the group that the doll is magical of some sort, and maybe we could look into that further. But I don't have very many knowledge checks. Take a stealth. Ten. Sixteen. So have a minus one? Yes. I have a minus one. <laughs> so, Aunt says, I, I heard you over there. Uh, don't don't take my doll from me, okay? It's it's my good luck charm. I, we have no intention of taking it. We just uh, are curious of how it protects you. It seems very special and very powerful if it can keep the voices away. Nah, it's just lucky. Can okay. we do a spellcraft check on that? Uh, you could if he would, like, give it to you, but he's oh, okay. certainly not going to do that. I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna not willingly. You're going to try one more time to what? Uh, and Travis, can, uh, I've been, I've been really down on my luck, especially with that, that raven following me around like crazy. Can, can I maybe, I don't know, touch the doll just to get a, get a little good luck? Diplomacy. <laughs> Oh man! God, twelve. <laughs> I touched all of Haley's dice before the uh, before the session started. Why, Steve? No, I wanted to pass the curse on. No, you, you. Well, you could touch it, but you can't hold it. It's mine. Ooh, can I spellcraft while I touch it? Oh no. Um. Yeah, at a minus five. Well, I got a plus seven, so hopefully I roll not shit. Hopefully. Well, I got fourteen before the minus five. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, you're not you're not sure. You're <laughs> you touch it and you're like, hmm, this maybe feels magical, but you're not um you're not really sure what it does. If you know, if anything. I mean it might give him a luck bonus. Whatever, it was worth a try. So you guys asking Aunt Trellis anything while you're sitting here? I, I think Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Lear would be curious about all of the research that he's done and all of the beautiful artwork. So uh, 
she wouldn't really understand much of it at all. So she would just kind of broadly gesture at the room and uh, tell in trellis, it seems like you've done an awful lot of work here. Really great work. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about it? I This is all so new to me. I just, I don't understand. Well, I've, I've been around Raven Grove for the past 10 years now, and I've been... I've been trying to find my wife. I've been I've been trying to figure out where she went. I've been I've been looking into this whisper cult. I I can't rightly rightly put two and two together because of the voices and I I get lost sometimes, but but I do know that they show up in Raven Grove. They've been here and I think they're looking for me. I seen them here over and over. And that's why I thought you were part of the cult. I saw them. I saw them three weeks ago, it must have been. What what did they do three weeks ago? They were they were in town. They you know, briefly. I, I saw them while I was kinda I was doing my skulky thing, you know. And I, I saw them around. I I I kinda ran, you know. I I but I, I saw them talk to that raven. I saw him talk to that raven, and that's why I had to drown that raven. And, uh, and he starts kind of hitting his head again, and he's he's getting worked up, and you can tell that he's, you know, when he gets worked up, it gets worse. Uh, Lear would try to steer him away after giving him a second to clear the thoughts and ask, did you ever meet Professor Lorimore? I think I know who that man is, but... I'm I'm an outcast in town. They don't they don't they don't talk to me. They they have have wives' tales about me. They you know, I, I I ain't never hurt nobody besides besides a raven, but it, they had no reason to come after me. Is three weeks ago when Professor Lormore was killed, or was it Roundabouts. Okay. Okay. Roundabouts tidbit for you. And Trellis, good question. Do you believe that there's any prominent individuals in the city who answer to the Whispering Way? You've been watching them for quite a long time. I. They seem like they come and go. I, I, I only see them in town for what seems like less than a day. It seems like they just pass through here. But would you be able to identify any of them? Yeah, you said they were wearing robes. Uh, I'm pretty good at colors. What color are they wearing? He is good at colors. <laughs> lots of lots of times purple, sometimes yellow. A saint um looked like a like a beetle, maybe a maybe a fly. Had like a like a skull on it. <laughs> and I, I see a lot of them wear, wear kind of that symbol on their, on their garments. If you dislike the followers of the ones that follow the fly in the skull, then you are among friends. I r- rightly had friends in a while, but it's good to hear. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Trellis, you are, you're my friend now. Thanks for not hurting us. You're well, my friend because of that. You're lucky if you, you know, uh, the voices were kind of, I was about ready to shoot you, but it looks like we're good. So, <laughs> so 
and and Trellis uh, actually kind of pulls out a couple of of they're like scraps of notes and stuff, and he says he might be able to you know I I, I can't my memory shit these days, but but there might be information for you in here. And so he hands them to the knowledgeable people in the in the party. <laughs> he hands one stack to. Uh, to Matumbe okay. and one stack to, <laughs> one stack to Eclipse, and then he hands, he hands it for like a, a rusty pan or something. <laughs> Play with this. He's trying to, he, try, he like, he looks at it like quizzi- like quizzically and uh, like looks at it under the light, looks at it in different angles. He's trying to figure it out. Um. So, yeah, you, you know. Roll me an appraise check. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. It's a rusty iron pan. So um, it's going to be different checks for both of you. Um, Eclipse, I'm going to need another knowledge planes. Matumbe, I'm going to need a knowledge religion. Okay. Not another natural one. You're pretty good at that. So I got eight. You see... Um, with the natural one, you see, you see on the paper, and it seems like Antrellis is actually reasonably art- artistically gifted. It looks like he's maybe drawn. From his description, you can imagine like what he's drawn might be, what he thinks the creature is, like what he what he thinks he saw, in in kind of like his the ten year old cult ritual, but that's all you really know. With a natty one. Matumbe? Well, I rolled a five on the die. Brings me up to a 12. A 12. You can tell that (laughs) this is notes about restless haunts. And you kind of see, you know, different ways of putting haunts to bed, uh, making sure that they don't respawn but um the detail is kind of lost on you you're kind of reading through it and you and you think uh i don't know which of these is like the important piece of this puzzle to make the because he lists like several different ways so you're not you wouldn't be able to like walk up to a haunt tomorrow and know which way to yeah put it to rest um but you can certainly take well you could probably at least record the notes if Fantrellis lets you take them. Okay. I'm going to let my partner take a look at this eclipse. If you want to, I, I saw you with the, with the pen and paper earlier because I can't remember what writing utensil is appropriate for this time. Uh, <laughs> a quill. Yes. The quill. Chalk. How silly of me. Um, the chalk and paper. Which makes a little less sense than a quill. Just write this shit down. Yep. Well, so, do. Eclipse, um, make me a flat intelligence roll with a plus five because you have that perceive haunts thing. I think, you know, this being about haunts, it kind of, you know, makes sense even without the knowledge religion for you to be able to roll on it. Yeah. And as Eclipse takes these papers, she's going to hand these over to Matuba and say, I can't make heads or tails of this. Uh, here. Okay. And and hands him the other ones. Okay. But while while you're copying them, I'm gonna Yes <laughs> Never mind, go ahead. Sorry. 
<laughs> I got not a one. Um, I, so I got. Did you say plus five with this? Mm-hmm. Twenty five. Damn. So yeah. Um, you can pick out the one that likely would put the haunt at the fountain to rest. Oh, cool. You know that tossing a spadeful of basically hollowed earth, so earth from like a graveyard, would um, potentially put the haunt to rest. On top of that, if you could find Arinel's body, if you buried it in a sacred place, so again, like the graveyard, it would likely put the bird to rest. Hmm. Good to know. So was Matumbe rolling a knowledge planes on the... Yes. Oh, that's that's the money right there. Let's just soak in this natural 19, which brings it up to a 26. 26. Um, Planar AF. You recognize that... Um, the the creature that is kind of depicted here absorbs brains. Not interested in that. You know that it it kind of like it infects its host and leeches basically the brain from its host. Um, that kind of helps corroborate when when um, Antrellis said his wife kind of went stony faced after the the worms is this the, the creature that came out of the sea you can uh, you can imagine that you know from the drawing and from his description they kind of match up okay and from the drawing you're able to kind of intuit that um some things about this creature kind of based on what what you see on it but but you still don't really 100% know what it is okay do we see Anything about either A, the prison, or B, the statue? The statue or the prison? Not really. Make me a perception check. 13. You follow like a string that that kind of looks like it's connecting the, the cult and the fire, but... You know, again, he's kind of a madman. And so this is this is basically a Pepe Silvia type situation. So take the information that you're not getting from the notes with a grain of salt, because it, some may be useful. Some with a DC or with a 13 might not yeah, be useful. That makes sense. Word to the wise. Yeah. So you guys are chatting and it's starting to get darker it's starting to, uh, you know, it's it's maybe early evening. Um, okay, uh, Ikmer is going to tap Eclipse on the shoulder and be like, "Uh, should we should we worry about you 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 know who?" Uh, yeah, Ikmer, I th- I think it's a great time to go to bed because we should be worried about Kendra and make sure she is safe at the manor by herself at night. We should go see Kendra. And you guys are saying this to each other? Yeah, Kendra, not the raven. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, and, and Charles says, wait, 
I thought you were my new friends. Stay a while. What? Why don't you stay here with me? What? What? Help! Help me figure, figure this out. Can we maybe come back tomorrow? Because Kendra, Kendra will want our, our, us to be home tonight, just in case. And Trellis, I always respect the wishes of a dead man. We were ordered by Professor Lorimore to watch over his daughter. Hmm. Watch over his daughter, huh? Yes, sir. You okay, man, and you you seem so nice. Listening to my my rambling, crazy Antrellis stories, and and now you want to go report back, huh? I just fucking realized why you were rolling a D one hundred. You're gonna go report back to them, god dang, robed psychopaths that have my wife, aren't you? Well, listen here. If you want to leave here, I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to follow you till you lead me to this cult. Okay, you can follow us, but we're not going to go see any cult. Diplomacy. Anyone want to help? Yeah. Rear is going to try to aid. So I did... I, I, yeah, Okay. That is somehow a cracked die in here. <laughs> I jammed into the corner of my dice box. I ate. Uh, so I got 16 total. So long as no one else is eating. Nope. No. Man was not able to, uh, 16. to hold a straight 16. face. <laughs> he starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and he... Um, you say that to him and, and he starts... He starts slapping his his head again, and it's like more violent this time. And and he starts he starts kind of raving, and and you can see this wild look in his eyes as he as he takes kind of a haggard step forward, and he says, "You need to stay." Is he holding the doll right now? He's holding the doll. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me deadly. And it's getting to the point of the evening where we're going to see what Aaronel is up to. Oof. Damn it. And as he's kind of stepping towards you, out of Eclipse's bag coalesces the raven. I shit you not. 51 to 100. Aaron L is coming out. 87. All right. So Aaron L comes out of the bag and Antrellis completely startled. The, the bird! You have the bird! You... You lied to me. You lied to me. And he he takes a couple fumbling steps back as if he's trying to get away from you. Unfortunately, he has traps all over this house. Well. 
Did he fall into his own trap? And a dart comes zooming out of the side wall as he trips over a wire. Hits him in the neck for one point of damage. And I need to make a fortitude save. Um, yeah, and Trellis uh, really overboard with the traps. So let's see. He looks like he begins to feel woozy. And then he starts to foam at the mouth and he falls over. What do you guys do? Yo, do we save this dude? Run up and heal check. Ikmir would definitely try to try to heal him. Okay, so um, he is where he's placed right here. You can heal check him if you're adjacent. Can while someone's someone else is healing, can I take the doll? Yeah, you can grab the doll. All right, Lyra will move up to do the heal check. She'll also stand kind of by the door. I would like to aid Lyra. I've got a plus zero to this roll. Can oh. you heal uh, untrained? It says I can in here, lab. Okay. Yeah. It's like first aid and stuff. I would like to aid as well. All right. Lyra is on a roll here. Uh, 18. Uh, Matumbe helps guide the speculum in with a uh, 12 <laughs> on the die. Okay. So well, like you can tell he got like you kind of look at the site of the dart and you can tell he um he got hit with what's called dro poison and it it kind of makes you unconscious for a certain amount of time you can tell if he doesn't make another save he's going to be out for like a couple hours um but with your high roll you can see movement under the skin in his head. Oh, those fucking worms. Oh, the worms got him. All right, so we need him to stay out for a few hours. So we, he needs to fill this next check, and we need to get the worms out. Okay, so he's going to... be a doctor? I don't think Lyra can do brain I surgery. I think you're ready. I think you're ready. He's going to um, attempt his second save. Four on the die. So he's going to be asleep for... Three hours. Lyra, you can see the worms wriggling under his skin. We need you to take them out. So you see these worms, Lyra, and and um, are you still attempting first aid? So can I like do another check to know like if it's possible to remove the worms yeah. without killing him? Okay. Um so, is anyone going to aid me? I only got a nine. <laughs> oh, I'm going to ask for retroactive aid, please. Um, I can, though. So, this is a wisdom, I believe. Yes, and I do have my plus two. So, I'll use my uh, plus two from my... Um, oh, from your hero card? My hero card, yeah. So, I'm going to use that plus two bonus to my wisdom. So, that will bring it up to an 11. An 11. Uh, come here, what aid? I drop the speculum with a two on the die. Okay. Fumble it. So, 13? Eclipse, uh, you can, uh, he can use one of my, uh, my filters if he needs it. So, um, 
Lyra with a 13, you know that uh, Cure Light doesn't uh, make unconscious people conscious, but you also can't really tell. You don't even know what these worms are without, like, cutting into him. Um, it honestly, might be better that he's unconscious. Leave yeah. him unconscious, and, cut into him, uh, get the worm into out. Him. Uh, we tap? believe in you. I should have saved my plus two. Um... So Lyra left all of her weapons back across the bridge, but she does have darts. Uh, uh, and don't you worry. You have a small knife? Yeah, I just, I pull out. <laughs> pull out a dagger. Yep. 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 Pull uh, out a dagger and hand it to her. You know what? This poor guy, not doing so hot. I, I'll go for it. I will try to make a small incision to okay. see if the worms are at least on the surface. But I'm not, like, going to go into bone or anything like that. The word of Phrasma is the only weapon I need. I carry but my book. Oh, come on. Your your (laughs) book doesn't look very uh, sharp for surgery, though. (laughs) Have you ever had a paper cut? Have you ever had a paper cut from the bones land in a spiral, the holy text of Phrasma? They hurt like a motherfucker. So before I make the incision... I would, uh, Lyra would kind of fumble around in her pack and find like a water skin of salt water and just take a swig and cast guidance on herself to okay. give her a plus one for this heel check. If All it's right. still a heel check. To- yep, it would still be a heel check. All right. And this is heel check number three? Yes. All right. Uh, can I ask for aid for this or I have to do it by myself? Uh, yeah, you can ask for aid. I imagine aid would be like, you know, like Eclipse holding him still and getting his hair out of the way and Matumbe like pushing the pushing the books and clutter away from one of the windows to give you a little bit better light and like Ikmer maybe pulling out a sunrod or something. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll try and help. Everyone can All try right. and aid. Lara's gonna whisper to us. Aid. Don't get cold fins now. I, I can't hold him down. I don't know why I didn't hold him down. <laughs> I got an 18. You should have done the incision. I only rolled a four. So Oof. that's a five with my plus one. And did everybody aid? Not me. I aided. Yeah. Okay. So nine? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. He's going to bleed to death. Um, yeah. So you make a pretty sloppy gash in his forehead uh it starts bleeding a lot but underneath the blood you see this like black worm tentacle you're not really sure slither past the incision in the skin and up into his head and you see his head start to kind of cave in as if as if it's it's emptying and and you kind of it's you kind eating of his eating brain. you stand you stand up as as you see kind of a bulge in his neck and then it it looks like it moves into his torso erupting in a spray of gore from the shattered torso of the slain madman is a thing out of nightmares Almost like a shellless crab with too many legs, with a fanged maw dripping with greenish venom. 
tiny winking eyes cover its body and limbs, but most horrifying of all, within a distended, pulsating, translucent sac on the creature's back is a glistening human brain. It erupts out of him, and I need everybody to make me a reflex save as shards of skull erupt across the room. Uh, yeah, this isn't against anything except, like, projectile, right? Yeah, it's pretty much just, right, like, ten. A, ten? Fourteen. Fourteen. Twelve. Twelve. Four. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Eclipse and Matumbe take four points of damage as shards of skull pierce your skin and kind of make you feel gross. Um, so you see this... this multi-legged little like gross covered in eyes creature it's got like these small tentacles wrapped around this writhing brain in a sack and and as it comes out of his torso it, it rises into the air unaided by wings and I need everybody to roll for initiative You got a six. Jeez, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, Ikmer got a 14. Lyra got an 11. Uh, Matumbe got a six total. Uh, modifiers between Matumbe and Eclipse. I got a plus four modifier. Wait. You got a seven. No, I right? got a six. Oh, I got zero. <laughs> zero modifier. Okay, so Matumbe's before Eclipse. I guess this makes sense. Lyra had a 14. Ikmer had we an got 11. With the skull. No, I had the 11. Lyra had, had the 11. Ikmer I'm, had 14. 14. How many points of damage did I take? Four. 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 Okay, so this creature is first to act. And what it does... And uh, imagine it, you know, right where... That spot is right on top of the body. As it floats into the air, it casts a spell on you guys. And I need everybody to make me a will save. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mind affecting? Um, nope. Is it an enchantment spell? What about shadow? <laughs> Let's just keep going through this. Oh no, it is mind affecting, but it is not enchantment, it is illusion. All right. Got an eight. Thirteen. Thirteen. Seventeen. Lyra is the only one Fuck. that is not affected by this creature's color spray. You each oh. have one hit die, oh. which means by the text of color spray. A vivid cone of clashing colors springs forth from your hands, causing creatures to become stunned, perhaps also blinded, and possibly knocking them unconscious. Each creature within the cone is affected according to its hit dice. Since you guys are two hit die or less, the creature is unconscious, blinded, and stunned for 2d4 rounds. 
then blinded and stunned for 1d4 rounds, and then stunned for one round. Wow, this is the earliest TPK of a carrying crown run of all time. Great. You are (laughs) unconscious, blinded, and stunned for six rounds. Good luck, Lyra. You are blinded for three rounds, like on top of that, blinded and stunned for three rounds, and then you are stunned for an additional one round. You want to write that down? I think I'm just going to go home. So it does that. We're going to skip them on the initiative order because they're basically out. So, Lyra, what do you do? Uh, Is this creature casting a shadow or is it too dark for that? It's gotten to the point where it's pretty dark. Okay. So we'll say yes, but light. Okay. And you guys are like unconscious unconscious for rounds. Okay. Because I have a shadow trap spell, so I could stop it from moving. So we try to run. But if all of you are unconscious, that doesn't help. Yeah, we don't have to count. Um, what was the weapon you gave me to Take make it. the incision? Because that's the only weapon I have now. Um, so I left at least, I think, three of my four weapons uh, back at the place. And so I believe I kept my... It's just a little dagger. Yeah, punching dagger, specifically. So that's a D4. Grab one of our weapons. But it's a size small. <laughs> Grab oh. one of our weapons. Well... No. What is the book even? Yeah, the book is nothing in her hand. Yeah, I don't think I right. can wield that. Ikmer has, a, has yeah. a shield, which she can't use. So mine is a 1d3. <laughs> like, that's probably our best bet, right? Is if I yeah, it's your yeah. attack it? The only okay. bet, only or, you can, bet. or you can spell it, I guess, if you have something. Um, Only, oh, this wouldn't be undead, would it? Make a knowledge religion. Yeah, Yo, you don't have I it. I don't have that. You don't know. Because um, I only have Cure Light Wounds and Shadow Trap. Eclipse has a bunch of vermin repellent on her. If, you, uh, if it's vermin. <laughs> Quick, grab my shield. <laughs> my hey, book, my book. My, Use the book. Lyra, you might just want to run. Leave us behind. Uh, Lyra wouldn't leave you guys behind, though. She's at least going to attempt to attack it. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Here we go. I should have used the other die. So I rolled a four. A four. Three on the die. You, you, oh, my God. You, you miss him. You miss him. <laughs> so back to the top of the order. It's been a full round. Mark that down. <laughs> so, Lyra, you can hear a voice in your head and it says oh child I won't take you today I won't take you tomorrow but I will be watching you you and I we share something in common we share insight into the beyond One day I might show you, show you what lies beyond the dark tapestry. Until then, 
keep your friends close. And it flies out of one of Antrellis's windows and exits into the dark night. Lear is just standing there and all of the blood drains out of her face and she's just in shock. Now, none of the other players were conscious for this happening. So we wait a couple rounds, yeah, like, a, <laughs> like, like, like a, minute. a minute and a half. We all wake up and we're all blind. Everybody to wake up. Where am I? What happened? Where's Antrellis? So, um, so as they get up, do you explain to them what happened? So that is a pretty big revelation to Lyra that she knows that she maybe has some sort of ability for uh, seeing and her singing does have some special properties to it. But having a connection to that thing that ate in Trellis's mind and is that evil, she doesn't want the group to associate that with her. So she would explain to the group what happened after they all went blind, that she maybe got a stab at it, didn't really do much, and it it left. Okay. Make that bluff check. You can make a bluff check, certainly. Yeah, I don't believe that as a clip, so I would make a sense motive. Nope. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. The first time I roll super, super well, I got a 17 on the die. I got a, I so got a 16 17. total. Yeah, I got 17 total. I got 12 as well. Okay, so um, Do any again, it goes you? to the defender. So what you guys know is that she's not telling you everything. Something happened. Obviously, you don't know. But you do know that, that Lyra is you know, keeping a part of that encounter from you. Hey, what was uh, Aaron L doing the, during uh, this whole shindig? Just out. He's a ghost, so doing ghosty things. Probably would have been affected by color. And uh, color spray is mind affecting. He's undead, so maybe not. You just got to think spookily. Uh, just got to think spookily. Lyra, uh, you, you know, uh, you, you can... You can uh, tell us anything, you know, but it, it's okay if you you don't you don't want to. I I understand. Well, I I just have some things to figure out. My dreams have been getting worse, so I just I need to get it all straight before I figure out what's just dreams and what's actual fact. So. Are you guys searching the rest of the shack? Yeah. Okay. Um, make um, a perception check. Yeah. Let's find some more traps. You know, just step around, poking holes. 13. 17. 17 as well. Six. There's some pretty colors on the wall. Uh, that pan, though. That pan. <laughs> You're checking out earlier. So you see a box of knickknacks and it looks like, um, you know, you, as you're kind of looking through it with those perception checks, you see some stuff that's got like other people's like initials on it or that kind of thing that looks like maybe, maybe Antrellis had like over his years being the mad guy in the woods, um, potentially 
stolen some stuff from people. He's gonna uh, dump that all in her bag. Okay. So long as others, you know, yep. aren't having an issue. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that's not very nice. Well, Ick, I gotta return them. Is that true? <laughs> no. <I'm laughs> Alright, I'm gonna sense motive out of that one. I mean, Lyra could cast, like, detect magic on it or something, or you could appraise it. Oh, I can to appraise see if it, it's but like... right now I'm about to bluff with Okay. Ick. What, what'd you get, Ick? Um, oh, okay. Uh, nine. Well, I beat that at 16. So now I'm going to appraise it. <laughs> All right. Uh, as, long as, as long as you give it back to him, I guess it's okay. Okay, Ick. Yep, I will. Uh, but I don't think I know how much a lot of it costs. Uh, Lear's probably going to need to step in here. Because I got four on the die, which uh, brings me up to an 11. Yeah, you can tell it's all mundane items, nothing of value. Shove it all <laughs> in my bag. So, um, you klepto. So, as Eclipse is doing that, the rest of you Collect- find a couple other things. Um, you find a magnifying glass, fingers. a steel mirror, an hourglass, a merchant scale. That he uses to test things, you can presume, and um, a small box. It's got some parchment and some ink, so you know Eclipse can maybe use that instead of chalk. To neat. I mean, chalk rubbings are neat, but if you need to write something down, chalk's probably not the best. Yeah, yeah, ink and quill. That's just uh, back at the manor. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to bring that with me. Ink's going to spill everywhere. All right. Um, so that's the kind of stuff you find. Matumbe wants to turn to the party. Say, Ikma, Eclipse, and Lyra, we need to bury this man's body and give him the proper burial rites. Whether or not we knew a day or two ago, this man was an ally to us and he died unjustly. He was done a grave injustice by our enemies, the Whispering Way. In taking his wife and the possibility of an unborn child. He, he, I believe he was a good man and we need to give him the proper respect in death. Does that mean Matumbe would want to bury him in sacred ground? Like the, you know, restlands or? I think Matumbe would want to bury him here. By, you know, where he where he spent his last days. Okay. Well, it's approached dark, so... We don't have to do it now. Well, Matumbe can dig a grave in, like, 20 right. minutes. An hour we, flat, cannon. We've established that I can do it in 15 minutes. All right, boom, knock it out. Okay, so you dig a shallow oh grave and, and... Dump bury, his ass in there. Bury well, and what in the should grave. we do with his wife? You, you know, the, the doll. That's his wife, right? That's not his wife. Uh, that's just uh, that's just like the 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 doll that he liked to carry for comfort. Are you spellcrafting it now? Oh yeah, for sure. Between Lyra and I, I think we'll probably team up and spellcraft that. Yeah, I'll try to aid you. Okay. All right, I got eighteen on the die. I did not aid. 25. 25. 
Let's see what this doll is. So this doll functions as what's called a guardian moppet. It's actually a pretty interesting item. A so, guardian muppet? Guardian muppet, sure. Moppet. Moppet. Um, yeah. Okay. What it does is initially it gives a plus two resistance bonus to saves against witch hexes and hides the bearer from the child scent hex. Uh, as long as it's hold, held in the hand or worn around the neck. So you can have it as a neck slot item. But the really cool thing about it is when worn or carried, each guardian moppet can detect the presence of one menace that children fear. Aliens, bad people, bad spirits, creepy crawlies, or monsters. If a creature of this type comes within 20 feet, the guardian moppet awakes its bearer if asleep or begins to weep and cry aloud if the bearer is awake. In either case, the bearer is protected by sanctuary for one round that affects only creatures, so it would affect only you. Uh, the guardian moppet itself must have line of effect to the creature, so you can't do it through walls, but if it can see it, it can activate. But wait, did it activate when Aranel came out? It didn't really work the same with him. You see, you have to be young for it to work. If you're no longer a child, it doesn't protect you from the things children fear. So the only person that could really benefit from it is probably Ikmer, since he's kind of still a child. Ah, uh, no, no, Leanna. Yeah, Leanna could benefit from it as well. <laughs> she probably needs that. that. Poor girl. Who the hell is Louisiana? Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, okay, so you guys got this kind of cool item. Um, She's the girl who's uh, the bird got drowned. That was her bird. Arnold's her pet. Oh. Yeah. Pay attention, Brooks. Two episodes ago now. Literally, so, they're recorded. So, uh, yeah, it'd be nice if our own players could listen to our episodes, but, you know, <laughs> God forbid. So, you guys, uh, I assume, probably walk back after Matumbe um, buries Antrellis. Yeah, about 15 or 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, just knock it out real quick. So, you guys start walking back Ithmer through the would woods. would like to say some nice words. Okay, what's Ithmer say? Uh, this, this man, while he, he did try to, uh, hurt us initially, he, he didn't, and I thought that was really nice of him. He was, he was a friend up, up until his brain exploded. <laughs> Would you like to put the last shovel full of dirt on the grave. Yep. So Matume's gonna hand him the, the monk's spade. Alright. Uh, Do the honors, my friend. Do I need, like, strength check? It's <laughs> literally a shovel full of dirt. Oh, make an intimidate check on that dirt to make sure it falls from the shovel onto the grave, Ikmer. Alright. So well, you, you dump it? Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you guys uh, head back? Yeah, Eclipse is just going to stay behind for a minute, stare at the shallow grave, and she says, you may have been a sick man, 
but you both hurt and scared a little girl. And then walk away. Okay. And as you walk through the woods, can I get a little spoopier music? I can get spoopier. Because as you walk through the woods, Lyra, you have this feeling... And, and you can't shake it. It's, it's kind of, it seems like it's all around you, this feeling that you're being watched, being followed. And I imagine all Lyra can probably do is think back to what that creature said to her. And, and, and I imagine Lyra is probably looking up through the trees, like she's getting this kind of, this feeling of, of being watched and she can almost feel like where the eyes are on her. Make a perception check. Yes. Uh, 19 on the die, so that brings me up to a 20. You see a shadow shifting tree to tree, branch to branch, but it never touches the trees unnaturally fast. Okay. After seeing that, Lyra's just going to stop dead in her tracks and... I'm guessing everybody else would kind of notice. And she'll say, Guys, I I didn't tell you everything before, but but I, I think I need to tell you now. The creature talked to me before it left. It said that it wasn't going to take me now, and it wasn't going to hurt me at this moment, but it was going to keep watch. And I see something up in the trees, and it's moving too fast to be something of this plane. What book? Yak? I, I should have told you sooner, but I was worried that you would think this thing was in some way connected to me, and I'm, I'm a good person that that's not me, but I think we might be need to be careful. Do you have a previous connection with this being or 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 or, or did it just pick you? I I've never seen it before, but I do see things from time to time and it's been getting stronger. So it it's possible that there might be a connection there, but I've I've never seen this before. I see. We must be on our guard then. Uh, where where was it, Lyra, that you saw that thing? I'll I'll protect you. Thanks, Ikmer. And she'll point up to the trees and say, "It's it's." Probably moved on now. She doesn't see the shadow yeah, anymore. She doesn't see it anymore. All right, Ikmer was shield shield up and uh, and just uh, shielding Lyra and Eclipse. Okay, but Tomb is too big to shield. So. I just I just don't get it. Why would you lie to us? I mean, I don't know you all very well. We've only known each other for a couple of days, and I, I was worried. If, if you thought it singled me out to talk to me, that that it had somehow 
corrupted me or I was on its side. I just, it scared me and I didn't know that it would come back so soon. I just, I, I didn't want you guys to leave me. Can I do a sense motive on that? Yeah. Oh, big ol' 17 for ya. Yeah, I mean, she's not lying, so okay. you can tell she's being truthful. But You don't Ikmer, have to roll I- okay. you're telling the truth. Ikmer, Ikmer would still, like, he would have still liked to have done that sense motive. Right. No, I understand. I understand. So he's, like, looking her up and down. He can be like, okay, seems like she's being honest with me now. Honest that she was honestly lying before. Yeah. So I imagine with this thing in the woods, you guys maybe pick up your pace. And you you kind of, you know, in the dark, try and follow Eclipse's map. She can still read it because of her dark vision. Matumbe and Lyra kind of trailing Lyra as it, as it becomes night. You can see less and less of what may or may not be following you in the trees. And you guys emerge. You emerge from the forest. You make your way through the fields and and up to the south of town, through the town, through the streets, and and up to the Lorimore estate. And you enter the house, and, and this day has been exhausting. It's it's past midnight at this point. It's a long walk to Antrellis's house. A long day spent talking with what is basically a madman. As you each lay down to bed and you rest your weary heads. Something about this experience makes you feel stronger. What? And you each hit level two. Finish your drinks, because we'll see you next week. Finish your drinks! I knew it.